Welcome to the Future Accords on KTUH University of Hawaii Radio for the cultural and educational enrichment of the students of Hawaii as well as the global community. On this show, we will interview thought leaders to hear about their past, present, and hopes for the future. Join us as we dive into topics around the five P's of sustainable development, people, planet, prosperity, peace, and partnerships. I'm your host, Ari Eisenstadt, and let's explore the future together. Aloha! We are recording live right now. I, my name is Ari Eisenstadt. I'm so grateful to be joined by Ksenia, singer, songwriter, comedian, actress, and writer of this new hit song, Only Want You More, which has now been peaking at 28th in the country on the pop charts. Ksenia, thanks so much for being here. Ah, it is my true pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Uh, me too. So today, uh, really looking forward to talking about your past experiences, your future vision of your projects, and of course, your your current um, programs that you're working on. Um, and I want to first talk about the song that has been, been sweeping the charts, Only Want You More. Um, can you tell us a little uh, about it? The new song, Only Want You More, was ex- was inspired by being isolated and being in quarantine and it's kind of well it's a combination of few things when you kind of by yourself kind of wondering like what's what's really important who's important who do you really miss you don't have an option to see too many people or you know it kind of a lot of things become clear at the same time I had a very close friend of mine going through a breakup and she broke up with her boyfriend and I spent so much time on the phone talking about how she feels. And, you know, I'm a good friend. I'm a good listener. I can relate. I'm very empathetic. We were just talking about like favorite breakup songs and crying together. And then eventually I channeled her feelings and I started writing this, this song. And then I wrote the lyrics. I wrote the first verse and chorus. And I sent it to her and she was like, Katie, I'm starting crying. I was like, okay, okay. I, get the, I, I, I tapped somewhere good. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I got to hit up my music producer. Let's write it's this song. And then I guess it's not my breakup, but I get it because it's kind of, it's kind of like this. Whenever, whenever you try to let somebody go for good, Kind of damn it! I, I want them. I want them kind of more now because, like, you can't like have enough of them, you know. And then I got together with my producer and and in WhatsApp, we were. It's actually this song was tough. Usually we just write song in two hours, three hours. This song was like a tough one. We wrote it for three days, like back and forth, back and forth. And like I don't like this, I don't like that, and we would. And then eventually, when he like recorded a little demo, I listened to it. I was like. Sad. It made me so sad. And then it was ready to go. It was ready to be recorded. And then he was like, well, don't come over. It's quarantine. I was like, I have to find a fearless producer who's going to record me, who's not scared of COVID-19. And I, uh, I found Drew and he recorded me. And that was great. I was so happy that I found somebody who, who is as crazy as me during this time who wants to create. <laughs> um, 
it was like I recorded it all by myself. My producer already made a first cut, and then Joey was like talking to Stevie, and they were like, "Well, well we originally Joey and I were like, why, why don't we ask Stevie to to sing this song?" I'm like, "Well, go try. <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> and then uh, we didn't hear back, so I, I guess I was like, "I guess I'm just gonna do it by myself." But on Easter Day, they were had wishing each other like Happy Easter. And then Stevie was like, I want to do this song. And then I was like, okay, we're taking this to the next level. <laughs> and then I went to Stevie's house with a filmmaker. We shot behind the scenes. We shot, he recorded the song. We shot his part of the music video at like at 11 p.m. to Zixinia. Okay, <laughs> You exhausted me. <laughs> Well, that was great. That was great. And then I shot my part of the music video. My producer put it all together. And when I heard it again, I was like, well, music is subjective, but I think it came from a real place and it, it had a good response. It has a good response right now. I got a lot of messages and people can relate to it. And that's the biggest thing. Like that's the best reward for me ever as a creator that if that song can resonate people i'm just happy you're, you're <laughs> great this is yeah this is the new world of interviews and media doing this doing this remotely we're sorry we can't have you in hawaii but hope to have you in person soon and it's amazing that that you were able to put this together during the lockdown and working remotely like this and um yeah braving those conditions to be able to do that in people's homes i mean that's really amazing um what what would you describe as the genre of of this song? Well, it is pop. I, I'm, I mean, I love pop music. I'm a pop, pop music fan and I'm a pop music artist. But it is a pop song. But Stevie brought so much soul to it because his voice is so soulful. He does all these crazy runs and I keep it a little simple and I, he just made it more soulful. Do you have a, a clip that you'd like to play for us? That was so beautiful and definitely a K2H first doing a live music video stream on Facebook. This is really exciting and groundbreaking. Um, I, I have so many questions and want to hear more about the song and the inspiration behind it. Um, but first, let's let's go back in time so we can talk about the way that you were before. 
tell us about where where you're from and what inspired you to get into to music and acting. I am from a very small town in Russia. It's on the map now, but it it not it's not used to be on the map. It's called Nahotka. It's uh, on the border with China, close to Japan and North Korea, and it's like right by the beach. So I was born on the beach, a very cold beach. And uh, I was singing from the, from like in the garden. I was just participating in every every competition, everything. I was just like everywhere, singing everywhere. Then I um, started going to music school at the age of six, playing piano, singing in choir. And um, yeah, I I had this. I mean, I always wanted to sing, but I didn't know how, like what's possible, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I remember reading. Uh, I remember this song got crazy by Britney Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time. On, on, and maybe, oops, I did it again. With one of the songs. One, it, it went crazy, even like in Russian newspaper in my hometown, wrote about it. And I looked at it and, and then I was like, I want that too. It's like, but how? 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 I'm, it's like, it just I had this initial feeling, but I'm... Um, I don't know. I don't know how. So, but okay. So I, I went on with my life, <laughs> and I was singing. I was working actually as a clown, and I was working on events, singing. There was a lot of a lot of work, and I guess I was always singing. That my my gig, my singing gig, was always there for me since I was fifteen. Music was always part of my life for the most part. I mean, music. And a little bit of comedy at first. I was also in a club of funny people. There was like a game. Like a game in Russia, there is a game called a club of funny and and I don't know how to translate it co- correctly, but it's a club of funny and very inventive people. So and then there is like you have to sing and act and be funny for this game. And I was participating in this game. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I missed this game. It's still. It's like there are still shows like that in Russia. And stand-up came out of that in Russia. And what was your first experience coming to the United States? Okay, well, that was much later. I didn't even know that that would happen. Um, I came to the U.S. in 2009, first time with my friend Sophia. And we were like, okay. Well, I, I wanted to live in Los Angeles, but I didn't know. It's just never know what happens. But then we went to a, for our little trip at the end of the summer to Las Vegas, Los Angeles, San Diego. We were staying at our friend's, uh, Russian friend's uh, place, and uh, he kicked us out very late at night because he was like, what, what is it? Like, you're staying here for free? Like, that friend, terrible friend. We blocked him everywhere. I'm kidding. <laughs> so... In a perfect timing, he kicked us out when my music producer was walking down the street with, with the dog, Dexter. And that's how I met my music producer, the one that produced the song. That was 11 years ago. Wow, um, how serendipitous. That's incredible. I'm just so happy to be working with, my, with, with Mario because we just get each other. Like, I, would, I don't want to work with anybody else. It's, he, it's like many years of friendship, and I feel like you know, I, I start something, he finishes it. We're like so in tune. It's it's very important to have like that kind of person you create songs with. And what what got you into then writing sketch comedy and starting to to act as well? I know, right? Um, 
well, first, when I came to America second time in 2010, first I studied English for like two years because I could not speak a word. Like, I mean, I could speak yes and no, and I could not believe that I can actually speak English like one day. I was like, how, how, how am I going to do it? It's impossible. <laughs> and then I guess I, I learned and learned and learned and got into acting school because that was another dream of mine to study acting and in New York Film Academy at the New York Film Academy they taught us how to like everything about making a film a short film how to write scripts and how to shoot it and how to even edit it like whoever wanted to learn more they would like teach everything a little bit of everything but whoever wanted to learn more about certain things they could and then I got obsessed with Woody Allen I was watching all his movies and I was like, they were so funny to me. And I was like, all of my sense of humor is exactly the same, like Woody Allen's sense of humor. And then I started, um, well, first I did my short film. Then I did another short film. Then I did another short film. And then I was like, well, why don't I do sketch comedy? And that was like, also, it's all hard to do by yourself. And I tried to do it by myself. But then I was like, why do short films? And when I can do a feature film. And then because I was going to auditions. I was very stereotyped. <laughs> okay. So it was pretty much um, hooker, dead hooker number one, dead hooker number two, and like a mafia girl, like something like nurse. And then I was like, why don't I make my own film? And, I, and I'm a male lord of bride. <laughs> so I made my feature film, um, that was 2016. So in, in response to being stereotyped, you took, you took control over your own writing agency and, and kind of shoved it back into their face of this caricature. Uh, fascinating. What is your writing process like when you're, when you're coming up with, with sketch comedy or short films or feature length films? How do you design these concepts and, and where do you, where do you insert the, the humor versus the, the social, the social message behind it? For the um, short films, I haven't actually done lately, but it's usually what makes me laugh in my life. What's, what makes me laugh, I make notes sometimes. And then there's always like, so for the, for the any, anything, you have to have a little moral to the story. <laughs> it has to be like a, a punch, like overall sketch and what's, what actually makes it funny at the end. It's like joke writing, I guess. And yeah, I guess whatever makes, m makes me laugh. I don't know if you watch my a, a sketch, How I Made Soup. T but, tell us about it. So yeah, I made a sketch, How to Make Borscht. I just thought this, f f I thought the idea of like, adding a special in ingredient makes it all actually cook itself. <laughs> so that made me laugh. And then I also like physical comedy. So I was like, okay, I'm going to show you how to make borscht. And I have this pan and then I put water, you know, add water. And I put water like as it is, like bottles of water. <laughs> and then I put beets as it is, not cut or anything. I put everything like up to the freaking thingy and then put the top on top and then it push it real hard and then shake it real good. But then I put a secret ingredient and then voila, borscht ready. So, so 
<laughs> I thought it was funny. And I, actually, it has to make me laugh too. Like I got into TikTok lately. So that got my brain working again because it's a lot of comedy. It seems like singing doesn't do so well there for me because I just started. I just do it for, for a month and I'm testing what see what, what's working. And it seems that comedy is working. So if I'm laughing when I'm doing it, I think then that, that, that means it's funny. Yeah, so I have to check in with my with my sense of humor. If like I, I if it wasn't me, like is it funny? People tell me that I'm funny. Maybe they're lying. <laughs> Actually, people are like so many mean people on TikTok. People have been telling me bad stuff like your music sucks and you like who are you? Why are you verified? I was like, dude, I don't know. Like a lot of mean people. What is it like to to navigate these new uh, pop channels from social media and being able to to be so vulnerable and put your your art and your your comedy out there? How do you how do you respond to that? It used to not be not so good, but n- n- I don't care. Like I can't really care too much. If I think it's good, then I should put it out there and if, see if people like it. But so far, it's been good. People like it. Yeah, but it's, it's, I remember I was pretty insecure and although I had this big ambitions, I, I always was like worried what people were going to say, what they're going to think, especially in my, in my hometown, who the f- thing she is, you know, but that kind of, these voices can stop you. I know a lot of people who don't pursue their dreams because they're so terrified what other people are going to think, but you know what? People mostly think about themselves. And then for a second, they might think, oh, who the f- does she think she is? Well, She's still doing it, so I don't know, like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Whatever you say doesn't mean much unless you're, like, involved in a project, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's been very freeing lately. I think maybe it's a process to, to come to that place when, when I'm just... If the feedback is negative, there's nothing I can do about it. Don't listen to my music. Block me. Do your thing. Watch whatever you like. But if the feedback is good... That makes me very happy. That's what I, I swear. That's what I kind of. That's what I live live for. Like to make make people feel something. Love that's it. My 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 biggest passion. <laughs> very inspiring, and your your comedy certainly emanates from all of your your creative output. But you really started to focus recently on on music, and I want to hear more about also your writing process for. For, for this song and, and all the other music that, that you've been writing. Can you tell us a little bit about where you come up with the inspiration for these, for these ideas? And then what is the way that you put a whole finished product out there? And, and what are the steps that you take? Ideas. Well, it has to be like something personal because songs that, that are not too personal. So it has to be a specific topic because there's going to be like a moral. Like there has to be like a, a hook point to the song. You know, I'll take this song, like it or not. Um, it was inspired by somebody who was very mean to me, who was, uh, I hired to be my mentor, who just tear me apart while you're like, your song is not good. This song is not good. You're posting pictures in bikini on Instagram. Like, who? Like, why? But, like, but then at first I was like, oh my God, well, he must know better. And then I got all insecure i swear i had like i almost got depressed that all i've been doing and working on and feeling so good about myself it's so but it's just according to his opinion right so then 
it takes a little time to process. I'm like, who, who, who he is? Like, why am I giving him this option to tear me apart? Like, just because I hired him to help me navigate stuff. And then I was like, okay, well, like it or not, you can say what you want, but I really don't care. And that's, and that I had this idea in mind to have this song of like, I am who I am. I've been through a lot of things, you know? Yeah. I wasn't always confident and I kind of write the narrative, what I want to say. I have the point for the chorus, but I also, you know, write down the just narrative. No, it doesn't have to rhyme necessarily. And then I have an idea in mind, like what kind of song I would like to be. Like I want to be a little upbeat. But right now, everything is, nothing is too fast, it's trendy, and nothing is too slow. It's all mid-tempo. Right now, it's a trend. And also, songs have to be, it's also a trend, conversational, kind of like, uh, hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. <laughs> so it's kind of, you have to paint the picture with the lyrics, conversation, or just to paint the picture with words, because there are so many songs. There are only like, seven notes like you have to find a way to tell the same message in a new way using different combinations of words and interesting ideas so it's it, it has to all come together and then i go to my producer who is actually pop music genius i think he has he has ear for pop what's pop what's catchy um and then we just sit and First, like, okay, I, w- I would have an idea, like, I want it to be piano or guitar, and we would start playing with chords, you know? And then I would take, we have some lyrics already planned out, and we just start playing with melodies. And we write it in, like, in two hours, especially if it's, like, um, not, like, usually it should be, it should be easy. It just has to, like, come out of you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's, that was a Like It or Not song. It's about, like, I don't need your approval. Like, who are you to tell me how to do me, you know? And because nobody knows but you. And I wanted that to be, like, an inspirational message to everybody. Do not let anybody stop you from doing anything to follow your dreams. This is crazy. It's crazy how many people... I love Gary Vee for that because he's preaching a lot of that. It's like, if anybody... Like, I... Again... I can't say that I'm fully cured of that because I was insecure to start TikTok, like starting from zero. Am I going to be good? Am I going to be funny? But then, like, you don't have to tell anybody that you're on TikTok. You just try it. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you're popping, you're like, oh my God, I have like 18,000 followers in three weeks, you know? And then I learned about TikTok really fast, actually. I was like quarantine right now i was like okay so what's working what people do and then swiping like scrolling watching what people do how do how does the brain work there's a tiktok way of of brain (laughs) and then it's good new addiction it's really it's 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 tough they don't like my singing they like comedy so i i have to figure out how am i gonna because it's completely new audience a lot of people who are on instagram they're not on tiktok especially if my followers are not. So I'm, I'm figuring out completely new audience and they don't even know that I'm a singer. Maybe they do, but they mostly like comedy. Really interesting and insightful. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that brings us to, I think, the, the future of, of media and art and music and comedy. What do you see as the, the role of social media in being creative 
And do you, do you anticipate being able to go on tour and and interact with live audiences again soon, or do you really want to want to double down on this virtual interface? A lot of people, a lot of singers, they're like, "Oh, another app, TikTok. Like, I don't want to do it. Like Instagram, I don't want to do it." But that's what's going on right now. That's how people get discovered, especially through TikTok. So it's like you have to adapt to the current situation. Like just with like coronavirus, you have to sit at home. You have to adapt to current situation and figure out and make it work from home. So I see uh, the whole social media is a great way to get fans and get discovered and, you know, especially TikTok algorithm is crazy right now. They push you. You don't like if the content is good, they're going to push you. Sometimes stupid content gets pushed, but you know, you can't control it. But if the content is good, you have like, I did research on little Nas, Nas X. He is a mar- marketing genius. You know, the guy I'm going to take that horse to the old town road. So he created this Iha challenge and hundred memes. He started this Iha challenge and it went nuts in three months. He went crazy so in one year this guy signed a record deal and that his song got i think the most streams on earth on spotify <laughs> this guy in one year from nothing to a legitimate rap rapper career you know so and, that's very inspirational and you're certainly on that meteoric rise that that you've been blowing up in the charts and it all the while in quarantine. So that must be, be so exciting. And I, I also want to mention that you're putting proceeds from this song into COVID relief, which is uh, really incredible. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And what, what was that process like? Anything I can do to help but because like, I know like all of us need help and I need help, but you know, I think, I actually think that might have, push the song further because people do want to help each other because we kind of unite in this kind of pandemic, all of us together. It's not, you know, although we are all separate, but we're all together and we approached music cares and they were like, sure. We would love, uh, we support you, you support us. And I, I think it's a great thing to do to, you know, to to participate because a lot of people, I heard a lot of people like commit suicide right now. It's it's really crazy times. A lot of people without jobs. I, I mean, I am, all of my gigs got canceled as well, but I, I'm okay. If I can, you know, help in a tiny little way to somebody, I mean, it is, it is my pleasure, <laughs> especially with my art, you know, that's like the best thing to do. Really, really generous of you. Um, so once once this whole lockdown is over, what are, what are your plans moving forward with music? What is your vision for, for the future of, of pop music and what you'd like to create? I see that I should be myself. And be myself is to be silly and just to sing and to be emotional. And what I realized that I found myself having a lot of fun doing rap <laughs> so i'm the next thing for me is i think i'm going to become a rapper i mean a, a funny legit pop music hip-hop rapper this is something unique and i think i'm gonna try that i already have two songs and the next song 
Are You My Kitty is going to be next to release. I don't know when yet, but in the near future. I want to experiment with, um, with music. Why not? Awesome. So really transcending genres and, and styles and really yeah. deep, intense subjects and really light, humorous ones. I know. It's crazy that I can be a very, very dramatic and sad and emotional and I can and I feel and I'm empathetic and then I can just be silly and nobody would even think that I can be so sad <laughs> it's and but I combine both and I can't help it so I have to do both really wonderful and authentic at the same time uh, and I'm Russian <laughs> do, do you do you still uh produce and songs in Russian or any other languages also or or is English your your creative your creative tool? No, nothing in Russian currently. I did write, I mean, I did record a song in Russian, a few songs, but I actually think that I was supposed to be an American, but I was misplaced at birth by Jesus. And he put me in Russia to see how I'm going to make it out of there. So he was just a, being a comedian as well. Well, I think you're you're the embodiment of the American dream of of seeing Britney Spears and manifesting this this wonderful creative world living in Hollywood now. Um, yeah, re- really inspiring. Thank you for for sharing that incredible Thank story. You. Thank you. I you know it's not like I'm not saying that I it's, there's a long road ahead, but I uh, I'm not giving up. No way. There's nothing else I'd rather do. I feel very inspired myself. And I, I inspire others and I inspire myself. <laughs> it's so weird. There's a lot of work to be done. Oh my God. But I'm going to take a little break, watch, um, watch some, some TV and movies, get inspired. Actually, I started reading Woody Allen's biography. He's hilarious. He's so funny. It's unbelievable. If you um, get a chance to read his autobiography, best funniest guy on earth okay well before you do that i would love to to ask you to play one more song do you have <laughs> like it or not uh queued up can we can we hear that before you go yes i'm so excited thank you so much thank you oh, thank you Jackson. 
Wow. What, what a great message of self-independence, of women's empowerment, and, and just fun in there. Ksenia, thank you so much for speaking with us today. It was such an honor. Everyone go out, buy her new song, Only Want You More, Help for COVID Relief. Ksenia, we hope to have you in Hawaii and play a live song uh, and show soon. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Aloha. 